the distinguished journalist and thinker Nikhil Chakravarti and his generation in India thought and wrote about contemporary problems in a way that is rapidly changing in our times. In many ways, Nikhil and others like him flawlessly performed the role that public intellectuals are expected to perform in our country. Nikhil's editing of Mainstream was associated with asking questions of those taking decisions that impinged on civil society. His contacts ranged from extreme political groups to politicians in government to opinion makers, all of whom he met with equal facility and regularity. This was his way of gauging and perhaps influencing opinion. But he guarded his autonomy fiercely. He justified declining a Padma award by explaining that it would curtail his independence as a journalist. Nikhil and others like him were concerned about what was happening around them. They were accessible, welcoming and helpful. The discussion and debate of ideas relating to contemporary India was an essential part of the conversation. Being well-read themselves, they respected intellectual and academic opinion about public matters and always provided space to those whose concern was with the quality of the interdependence of many aspects of life. Such interdependence could hinge on the relationship between society and politics, and where this happened, there was a focus on this relationship. The latter required and had space for discussion. Today, that space has shrunk and the intellectual parameters have narrowed. Those in authority and those influencing public opinion have less respect for the public intellectual now. The majority of current politicians are characterized by little, if any, vision of the kind of society they wish to construct, barring those that come with the limited concepts of extreme religious nationalism and the ambition of creating an enclosed, inward-looking society. For many, the aspiration is to make money, and to push people around in order to do so. Possibly in this ambience, potential public intellectuals also shy away from debating the quality of the interconnection. As I look back on the past six decades, it seems to me that there has been a directional change from the 1990s. Prior to that, it was understood that despite the frustrations and glitches in governance, there could be meaningful discussion on how to organize and reorganize institutions to find new ways of nurturing the values we held as necessary to social advance. Institutions of various kinds had been created, intended to mark a breakthrough in information and knowledge, moving towards cutting-edge research. Some of this had happened, some of it not. From the 1990s, there seems to have been a slouching into pedestrianism, with rare exceptions. The latter economic crisis of the neoliberal economy left us somewhat shaken. Today, even the mantra of development sounds hollow, since so far it seems to be a mirage. Leave alone the unfulfilled promises of investment from here, there and everywhere. Even basic necessities are unavailable for millions of Indians and the numbers of the underprivileged have not declined substantially in 25 years. That the middle class has expanded a little, and that we can boast of having a handful of the richest people in the world, may be a solace to some who are drawing up the balance sheet. But the reality on the ground prevents this from being regarded as development.